You are listening to episode 69 of the Playing Full Out podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hello there, friends. I'm so glad you're here for this conversation today because I'm sharing a question I was recently asked. And if you are someone who's curious about the most significant daily actions that the successful and the fulfilled are using to build their work and careers and lives into ones that they love, that are true to them and by their own design, then I've got a treat for you. In fact, I have you completely covered. I was talking to a man this past week who asked me, a question. He's someone who's moving into a higher level of his organization as a leader, a higher level leader. And he said, what are the habits I need to have in play to set me up for success? And I thought, this is such a great question. We all want to be great at what we do. Am I right? The thing is, is that mindset is extremely important. And you hear me talk about that a lot, but mindset isn't everything. At the end, we have to take action. We have to have habits in play, which are consistent with where we're headed. Today, I'm going to share the six habits that are backed by science that have been proven and culled after many, many years of training classes and, and research and delving into articles to find the best and the proven so that you take out all of the guesswork from the habits for you to put in play to have your most successful and rewarding work and life. Here's the thing. We are what we do every day. We are the small things we do every day. We are our habits. We don't evaluate our habits to see if they're contributing or contaminating very often. And sometimes we just don't know what the habits are that are the right ones. We have been flooded over the past generation in a very positive way within the self-development world with ways of, of increasing our capacity and our performance. And the thing is, is that there's so much information. There's so many things we could do that it's very hard to know which ones are worthy of us investing in because habits take time. Am I right? To create and integrate so that they become a natural every part of our subconscious. And that's what we're, we're aiming to get to. I'm not going to talk about how to create a habit today. I'm going to talk about the exact six science-backed habits that are here for you to embrace and that will exponentially grow your work and your life when you bring them into your world. Here's the thing. The successful know and would rather invest one small habit a day rather than wait and hope for the big win. It's like a dollar put in. They are the small, smallest level habits, the smallest level things that will create the biggest change. It's the biggest trajectory change. 
Are you ready? Let's start with habit number one. Be the first to rise and exercise. This is what we know from science. You've got to get your vehicle primed. When you take care of your body, when you get the blood going, the metabolism going, when you exercise, you bring down the stress levels by up to 30%. You are preparing your energy for a day. You're sending a message mentally to your brain that your body matters, that you matter, and we are getting ready for the show. So understanding that being the first to rise and exercise is really key to setting yourself up for success. I consider it a relatively low bar, a low entry, and sometimes won't even work with people who are not exercising. Because what we want, we know is that that is an indicator of our level of love and confidence and value for habits and the work that we're doing. Our second habit is to schedule silence and self-reflection into your everyday. I would say reserve 15 to 30 minutes for this, a minimum of 15. There's four parts to the silence ritual that I take, and it's built into my schedule every day. I consider 30 minutes the minimum, but if you're just getting started, 15 will do. The first five minutes, complete silence, complete stillness, complete alone time. And in that time, you are quieting your brain. You're taking it off of its left brain activity so that you can hear and do really a gut check during this time. Are you in line with your life strategy? Are you in line with the things that you value most? After you've taken your first, your silence for five minutes, there's three questions that I ask. First of all, yesterday I do a check on, was I in line with what I value most? Now you have to know what it is that you value most. I'll tell you for me, my four things are doing work that contributes and serves. And then it's my relationships with my children, my spouse, and myself. Yesterday did my life reflect that those are in fact my highest value items. And if they didn't, then it gives me some, some ways to make changes by answering my next question. What will I do today to ensure that I'm in line with my values? What ideas do I have? When I ask the question, I then listen during the self-reflection and self-silence time. And I get an answer. Maybe it's I, I'm meant to call someone, leave a text, ask them to, to, to pin out these 15 minutes for a quality conversation. Maybe it's something that's in line with what, with my work that I, I didn't show up for. This is the key is that we want to know that we don't get to the last day and we have been running up a mountain that was not the right mountain. And this is your time, your self-reflection and silence time to get clear on that. The fourth part, which is first, we've got silence for five minutes. Ask what was yesterday was in line. Was I in line with my values? And today, will I do or what will I do to be in line with them? The fourth question here is higher self. What is it that you want me to know? This is that time, that opportunity to hear and listen to your greatest insight, wisdom and intuition. This is also a time, an opportunity for creativity that comes through. I always have a journal during this time and make sure that I'm writing down the insights that I glean. Habit number three is block schedule your week. Specifically, that looks like on Sunday morning, 
I get out a piece of paper. It's got seven days in front of it. It's, it's simply from Amazon, but it's a big calendar. I like the visual. I like the paper. And I ask myself, what does a wonderful week look like? Oftentimes I might first begin by writing all of those things down on a blank white loose leaf. And I specifically think of myself sitting in a chair at five o'clock on Friday with a smile on my face, so happy by the feelings I felt, the experiences I've had, and the things that I've achieved during the week. And I write those all down, and then I block them into my schedule. Let me explain what this looks like. Every day at 5 a.m., exercise is placed in there. Every day from 5 to 7 p.m., kids and dinner is put in that schedule block. The next piece here, which is really key, is that you know what your core, your vital, rather your vital few are to you. A vital few is an exercise I've had in a previous episode that I'm going to make sure is in the show notes as an opportunity for you to complete. This is pre-work to be able to do this habit of block scheduling. Your vital few are the 20% of your tasks or activities that are creating 80% of your results. The problem is that many people don't A, know what those are, or B, they know and tend to be obsessed with what is urgent and immediate as opposed to what is of their highest impact. It's again, that shiny object syndrome and our desire to see something very tangible in our hands and checked off our list as opposed to something that might be more long-term. What I'm saying is that make sure that you identify your vital few and block two hours out for that preferably in the morning where it is known that our cognitive abilities are at their highest before they start dwindling down. You want to give your highest level of cognitive ability to your highest impact work. Okay, then habit number four is to program your brain for your vision. Program your brain for your vision. Your brain, we know, is the powerhouse of your power. It's 90%. When you are talking and know how to talk to your subconscious mind and get it on board with the vision and get it comfortable with where you're headed, then it will show up to work for you even when you're not working on it. Your vision is your direction. It determines your destination. And a written vision is particularly important. This is going to be pre-work number two. I'm going to give this aspirational vision exercise in the show notes as well. It's in an an earlier episode. Your aspirational vision serves as your engine. It is. It's your, it's, it's your workhorse and it will, it'll drive you and where you're headed. So you want to make sure that your brain is given that information because it pays attention to what it is that you tell it to do and what it, to get comfortable on. You want that your completed vision to be that which is on your brain. You know, you want it, you want to be telling it and talking to it and getting it cozy and comfortable and making friends with it. You're a very well written vision incorporates subconscious conversation. And I'm going to tell you how you do that. Your brain speaks in emotional language. So it, it needs to have touch and, and smell and taste and feel and the visual aspect of it. It needs to be able to have those components when you're writing your vision. It's visual imagery. Accept it as already true. Accept it as already done. Accept it as already achieved. Because this is the other component that comes with the programming of the subconscious mind is it doesn't know the difference between fantasy and reality. And when you are 
showing up and telling the brain to perform and telling it that this is where we're headed and this is what is actually already exists, it just believes you. And it seeks to make that right. It seeks to make it right by providing the resources and the talent and the people and whatever it is that you need and the confidence even. So here's the key. I'm going to, you must do a written aspirational vision. And this takes two to three minutes to read your vision and to imagine it in its completion as if it's already done and the feelings that it will imbue in you. Two to three minutes, a very easy habit to engage. The fifth habit is to educate yourself. Educate yourself daily, 30 to 45 minutes. This is very simple. What we know is that our external world is a reflection of our internal world. When we expand ourselves, our external world expands. So we expand ourselves, our abundance expands. When we expand ourselves and grow ourselves, our our impact expands. When we grow ourselves, our intimate relationships expand. You get what I'm saying? So we need to be able to continually in the spirit of progressing in our life and the experience of evolving and knowing who we are and living to our edges, we want to, on a very small daily action, incorporate into our world some place for 45 minutes of educating ourselves, university time. That can be done via Audible when you're traveling, as I do. I make sure to have that scheduled. This is another piece of something to have in your black time schedule. For me, no matter what, it's at 8.30. And if I get some of it in earlier in the day because of travel, that is also good. So it's podcasts, it's audibles, it's the written book. It is a class you might sign up for. Whatever it is, be sure that you are expanding yourself throughout the course of your life and that that is a daily habit. The sixth habit is that you ask yourself the question, What does my audience, my team, my client need from me today? What do they need from me today? Be generous. Be servant focused. Listen to the answer and then act on it. Give generously. Communicate your vision often. Perhaps it's a written thank you to someone. Perhaps it's, you know, you might see in pictures or or that person's face that you're meant to call. You might, you might get a, a download of, of another idea, but give generously to those that you are seeking to serve in your world. And be sure to ask that question and have that written in at a certain point of your day it can even be at the tail end of, of your silence time. Every single day, be aware that there are six habits that can change the course and the trajectory. They are the small things done every single day that the successful are doing. Let's review them. Habit one, be the first to rise and exercise. Habit two, schedule your silent and self-reflection time. Three, block schedule your week. And in that, know your vital few. Habit number four, program your brain for your vision. Five, spend time educating yourself. And six, ask yourself, What does my audience, my client, my team need from me today? You got this. These habits will inspire confidence and action in everything that you do. But again, habits are those things that are done consistently. Start small. If these seem foreign to you, then 
what I would say is take the first one. This is not a class on how to create a habit. If you're interested in that, I have an excellent book, Atomic Habits, that you can go to to learn how to queue up and start to make these habits a part of just who you are. These are just the habits that you are meant to incorporate, those that are guaranteed science-backed that will, in fact, change your work and your world. Now I'm going to do something different. I'm going to ask you for help. If you like this podcast or you got value from it, I'd like you to leave a review, a positive one, preferably, so that we share more positivity in the world and we help the individual thrive. Because when we know is that when the individual thrives, our organizations thrive, our businesses thrive, our communities thrive, our families thrive. And helping another person, you are helping so much more. We know when We are doing this together and operate as a community that big things change. Thank you in advance for helping me out on that. This is indeed a community effort. I want you to grab your fulfilled bold leaders habits checklist in the show notes. This is something that my team put together for you because what you track gets done. I'm going to say that again. In the show notes, there is a bold leader habits checklist. And if you like I said, haven't started any of these, start small. Begin to incorporate. A habit takes 21 days to put into effect. I promise you will experience exponential growth when you do this. I hope that you found this helpful and I look forward to seeing you for our next conversation next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. In the meantime, have a really delightful and peaceful week. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.